Scott with SJWellfire.com. Final Days Report, episode 266. Today's VCast, we're covering the great food reset that includes a push for cannibalism. Yes, cannibalism as a solution to feed the world. DNA corruption of your livestock. Land grab, my friends, happening everywhere. Elimination of the pollinators. Folks, they're trying to control the water. We've always talked about that. And last, we're going to talk about the UN's power grab. They want to control it all, just like the WHO with the next pandemic. This is the beast system rising, my friends, and you can just see it's man-made madness to prime SEAL 3. I always thought SEAL 3 was going to be something that just happened naturally, but this is nothing short of man-made madness. But the first article I want to cover, this is a little bit old. I wanted to get to this. Ben & Jerry's parent company loses an estimated $2.5 billion after the July 4th tweet about stolen indigenous land. Good. If companies are going to go woke like this, you need to make sure that you spend your money with local mom and pops. You should do that anyway. Ben & Jerry's is owned by Unilever. Unilever's corporate headquarters is in Holland. Holland is going after the farmers. It's one big club and you're not in it, my friends. This is a land theft globalist agenda. So when you actually look at the different brands in your grocery store, really try to actually purchase primarily from farmers, local farmers, farmers markets, go to independent restaurants versus chains, and try to understand where your local brands are coming from or the brands that you buy in a grocery store. My big advice is try to actually grow your own food, permaculture. If you can have backyard chickens, do it. We'll talk solutions in the end. Because they probably won't even let you get into the major grocery store chains and everything is centralized. But the next story I want to cover about this great food reset that we're talking about is cannibalism. It always starts with humor. You need to think about the perversion that we're seeing now with uh, the movie Mrs. Doubtfire. I remember I was a kid watching that movie. It always starts out as humor when they actually want to move you to accepting certain behavior. So let's watch this video from the UK of how cannibalism is kind of fun and to be laughed at as a potential solution. Well, you know they have this technology to take human cells and grow this in a lab because they, they have the technology to do it with beef. Disgusting. Let's roll it. British grub. But these days you've got to spend a packet to bring home the bacon. And don't even get me started on the eggs. The cost of living crisis is hitting Britain hard, with food prices rising at the fastest rate in 40 years. But now, a new line of affordable protein is hitting our shelves. This is engineered human meat. That's right, a protein made from human cells that promises to be cheaper and tastier than any of its competitors. I'm Greg Wallace, and I'm off to visit Good Harvest, where a whopping six tons of human meat is engineered every day. That is stunning. With the promise of cheap meat for all, it may well be the meaty miracle we need to ease the squeeze of the cost of living. Anyone for human meat? I'm Michelle Ackley, and while Greg comes face to face with the production line, I'll be conducting a taste test with some very picky palates. It's really um, tender. For the first time, we're going to find out where it comes from, how it's made, whoa, and what it tastes like. Always, always, always humor. 
That's how perversion always starts. I remember watching a movie maybe four or five years ago where they were trying to actually use pedophilia as humor. Open up your eyes, my friends. That's their playbook to normalize things. And then I looked at the news. This is uh, interesting. From the Metro, Greg Wallace's Wild Human Meat documentary is not as barbaric as it sounds. And we've covered cannibalism within this ministry. Check out some of our viewcasts. Go to sjwellfire.com, Prime to be Cannibals. I think I give like seven to eight examples on how they're teaching our kids as a solution to feed the world cannibalism. I mean, it's in our education system. Final Days Report, episode 142, don't get on the train. Just some creepy manufacturing facilities that are being built. And then also liquefied human fertilizer as a green solution. And oh, by the way, you don't want to eat humans. You don't want to eat fake beef. Well, eat the plastic. So there's just this demonic strategy for food. Obviously, they want you to eat bugs. We've covered that and how a lot of these bugs that they're suggesting that you eat actually have parasites in them. This is a parasitic elite class that is really pushing our enslavement to track everything, this technocratic takedown of the food supply. I'm doing a podcast or looking into a podcast, doing some research on how they will actually launch Skynet with these robotics and drones. And the rabbit hole is deep. And one of the things that I've seen is just the destruction of the pollinators, probably with EMF, with chemtrails, with the different chemicals, all the different factors of pollinators, not just bees, but I thought this was interesting. Pollinator collapse, U.S. beekeepers lost an estimated 48% of their honeybee colonies last year. And this is on just continuous losses year after year after year. But, oh, look, they have the solution. These tiny drones can pollinate plants so bees don't have to from nextgov.com. Destroy the pollinators, actually come up with the drone solution. This all is about your enslavement. And the good book says no flesh will be left, but for the elect's sake, those are Christians' sake in Matthew 24. When you look at elect, elect are Christians and also fallen angels a couple times, right? Let uh, the Bible define the Bible. You're going to be here, my friends, for Daniel's 70th week in our uh, ministry's point of view, but no flesh will be left. That means they're defiling the flesh. I just did an mRNA vaccine search on animals, and sure enough, there are hundreds of them. Just some of the headlines. mRNA vaccines could prevent diseases in farm animals. Livestock and mRNA vaccines, what you need to know. Livestock health, mRNA vaccines versus conventional vaccines. Vaccines using mRNA can protect farm animals against whatever, whatever, whatever. I mean, this is just defilement. If you're, if you're raising livestock, actually try to mimic how God created livestock moving and herding through the valleys, replenishing the soil, soil move them, do uh, rotational grazing. It is amazing for the environment and actually gives back with the, the waste. It gives back to the soil richness, makes soil alive. All right, continuing on seal three watch, which is a, really just a war on food and, and inflation. 13 nations agree to engineer global famine by destroying agriculture, saying that producing food is bad for the planet. This is from Natural News. And then Fox News as well. John Kerry targets agriculture as a part of a climate crusade. Want, 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 want. This is all nonsense. They don't want you eating beef. Go to sjwellfire.com. The war on beef. All the different value-added properties of beef. It's great brain food. It makes and helps you with critical thinking, especially if it's, uh, if it's allowed to free range and uh, be grass-fed. So be a rebel. 
raise chickens, raise cows, plant a garden. They don't want you planting a garden, my friends. And again, I took a permaculture class. Permaculture is a seven-layer food forest. And I have uh, maybe seven-tenths of an acre where I live. And on the side of my house, I've planted all these fruit trees and uh, grapevines and different berries. I think I have about four or five different unique berries. I have different teas. Every day I have a smoothie. I have more fruit than I can store. And it's almost to the point where I'm addicted on my smoothies. I love them. Puts a smile on my face. And it's just fresh. It just tastes amazing. But again, this is man-made food crisis. Uh, the inventor of the PCR test said you can't use a PCR test to diagnose disease. Well, they're using PR, PCR test to destroy the chickens. Remember that news? Millions and millions of chickens called because of bird flu. Uh, 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 uh. Then we did a podcast, Final Days Report, episode 216, that went somewhat viral for us. 11 reasons for the toxic burn. All these toxic spills, and they just continuously happen. The destruction of our food manufacturing plants. That was the business I was in. And I would read the trade journals. Once in a blue moon, there'd be a fire, but there wouldn't be hundreds of them within a year. You wouldn't see two planes hitting a manufacturing plant, two different manufacturing plants. Just would not happen, my friends. So the supply chain is totally under attack. So we're seeing all this evil, all this wickedness. Now, what is the strategy from the UN controllers? Well, they actually want to centralize everything. They want to bring in this technocratic dictatorship. Let's so the UN got together for the centralized control. Let's read UN Secretary General convenes world leaders and key actors. Isn't that interesting? The word actors, their own words for UN Food Systems Summit 2.0. Stock taking moment to push to transform food systems and accelerate actions for the sustainable development goals. They're bringing all these power actors together, all these multinational corporations and politicians to centralize everything as they centralize everything. We need to decentralize everything. Here are some other headlines from uh, one from Futurism. UN warns that we're going beyond global warming and into global boiling. What, what, what? Unbelievable, my friends. So here's the power grab. The UN is planning to seize global emergency powers with Biden's support. Sounds like the WHO as well. Let's play this quick video. The United Nations has come out with its own suggestion to um, give enormous power to the UN Secretary General in the event of some other emergency, global emergency. So in March, the UN issued this brochure, which said we need a, what they called an emergency platform. They didn't define it very well. But this emergency platform would then enable the leaders of the UN to start directing the whole world what to do in the event of a what they called a global shock. So what are the global shocks? Well, um, two of them are pandemics and biological warfare, which is what these exactly what these two WHO documents are supposed to be responding to. So you can see right there, the UN is, is saying, gee whiz, what happens if the WHO thing doesn't go forward? But then they've come up with all sorts of other sort of crazy potential global catastrophes, climate change, supply chain disruptions, cyberspace disruption, an event in outer space. Obviously, if it's in outer space, it's not on the planet. So why do we have to worry about it? And then unforeseen black swan event, which means they want the right to declare one of these emergencies for any unspecified event. 
And and this is a problem because not only do we have to be concerned about the WHO, but now we have to be concerned about the UN itself. One world government power grab. The UN is a wicked, wicked organization, my friends. But just to echo what she just said, strengthen the international response to complex global shocks, an emergency platform in the paper the UN Secretary General writes. I propose the General Assembly provide the Secretary General and the United Nations systems with a standing authority to convene and operationalize automatically an emergency platform in the event of a future complex global shock of sufficient scale, severity, and reach. Are they prepping for a Planet X event? Nibiru event from the outer lands, a dimension thing, or this uh, 3,500 year cycle. Who knows? People are sharing photos of something strange in the sky, um, especially in Africa. But let's continue. It just gets even more strange with this food reset from the expose. We own the science and we think the world should know it. UN and World Economic Forum admit they censor search results and pay big tech and influencers to shape public opinion on climate change and COVID-19. So they're brainwashing us, right? You need carbon dioxide for plants to to actually thrive. Only 4% of the atmosphere has carbon dioxide. You breathe carbon dioxide. This is a Club of Rome eugenics program. And again, I've mentioned this probably 30 times. I remember reading a white paper where the scientist took carbon dioxide, pumped it into a greenhouse, and actually was producing tomatoes the size of a volleyball. Carbon dioxide's not bad. It hoodwinked. It's the greatest psyop ever. And again, it's just getting interesting. Weather events are getting a little crazy. Is it weather manipulation? Is it this X system combination of both? God's judgment, maybe all three. India's export ban on non-basami rice triggers panic buying at certain grocery stores. And you can just see these people are are from India. It's probably a staple in their diet and they're going nuts. They have a sense, my friends. If you're listening to a podcast service, I'm just showing somebody up on a pallet. And people are just loaded up with, with rice. And they're stocking up for the apocalypse. Probably a wise thing to do. So we've got the war on food, right? They're defiling our animals. The pollinators are getting destroyed. You know, there's a war on gardens. Uh, I remember reading a couple articles years ago where people were threatened for front yard gardens. Be a rebel. Make a garden. Have some backyard chickens, my friends. I know some people that do that in a town. Granted, they don't have a rooster, but they have chickens and an amazing amount of eggs. And the kids are actually selling the eggs. Be a rebel and... Have your own food source available. Look into permaculture. Great solution. Because there's going to come a day where the biometrics and or the mark of the beast, you won't be able to get into a store. They are building this infrastructure. I played this last VCAST, but it's just disturbing to me. And listen to this young lady laugh. Please look at camera for entry. And if you stand on the shoes... Oh, stand on the shoes. <laughs> How can your enslavement be funny? But peel back the onion on all this. It's about technocratic control. Everything needs to be measured. Every blade of grass will be measured. 
everything that goes into your mouth will be measured with all these trackers, right? They're trying to tell, turn you into that cell phone. Follow our ministry, subscribe. We, we talk about this fourth beast industrial system that is about transhumanism. And you can look at their white papers accordingly, accordingly that we oftentimes do. But you really peel back the onion. This is about eugenics and control. Let's read the Gates family eugenics and COVID-19. We cannot fully understand Bill Gates until we know about his and his father's agenda to depopulate the world, right? His father was part of Planned Parenthood. And I looked up the amount of farmland Gates owns. It's over 200, close to 270,000 acres. Is he kicking out amazing food in these acres? I wonder. That's a big question. If he's so worried about feeding the population, he could take all of his acres and turn them into permaculture and have organic food. Again, seven layers. You have a fruit tree, nut tree, and then um, have stuff that basically looks like a forest that grows. You have so much food per square foot, you don't know what to do with it. It's not monocrop farming. It's You don't need GMO seeds. Uh, leaves fall, you leave them, it turns into rich, dense soil. Use use comfrey that actually is a nitrogen fixer. And the birds are happy, the beads are happy. Water is saved, creates water. It's unbelievable, my friends. And again, we've covered, it's not only the war on food, it's war on water. Control the water, kill the people. Final Days Report, episode 245. And probably my least viewed the cast podcast ever was final days report episode 97 talking about permaculture for solutions sometimes people will say give us some solutions besides getting in the bible spiritual warfare making sure that you get rid of your habitual sin have christ as your first love that is the first solution the second solution is you better really make sure that you have your food supply ready and i think we will see miracles in these end of days the lord has shown me in dreams years ago of praying over certain people and seeing their legs healed. We've got to have that faith. And I, I think we're going to have to be anointed with those spiritual gifts. But the Bible is 100% true, my friends. All right, let's end with this. Proverbs 6, verses 6 through 8. Go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways, and be wise, which having no guide over seer or ruler... Provideth her meat, meat is food in the summer, and gathereth her food in the harvest. This passage uses an example of ants to encourage diligence and foresight in preparing for the times of scarcity. Just as ants work hard during the summer and harvest to gather food, people are encouraged to be wise and prepare for the future needs. If you don't have land, I always like to say this, be a guerrilla gardener. There's some great examples of some people that live in the city They'll find a lot that is abandoned and they will they will plant things there and have plenty. Be a gorilla gardener, my friend. So scottsjwellfire.com, let's summarize. So we have this push for cannibalism as a solution. We've covered it multiple times, but they're using humor. That is a predictive programming vehicle to use humor. Obviously, the uh, jacking up of our livestock with defiling them with potentially mRNA technology, I think is just absolutely wicked. You have the UN power grab, just like the WHO, with all these different events, this man-made madness. We have all the toxic dumps that we've seen or these accidents that just so happen to be oftentimes around rivers. The number is alarming. We're being poisoned, my friends. The pollinators are dying. I mean, it's absolutely insanity. 
They'll create the chaos, control the food, and they ultimately they want to be able to measure everything with all the ID2020. I didn't bring that slide in of ID2020 where everything will be tracked, everything you buy, your carbon footprint. And again, carbon dioxide is good. Only 4% of the atmosphere. Without carbon dioxide, plants die. I say we need more carbon dioxide because you can take carbon dioxide and put it in greenhouses and make tomatoes the size of volleyballs. So I'm not buying it, my friends. And then when you dive deep into the weather, weather modifications, unbelievable. I mean, the world is definitely getting wild with a lot of weather events. Could it be God? Could it be this Planet X system? Weather manipulation, combination uh, of all three. God only knows, but you better get prepared, my friends. So Scott with SJWellFire.com. Sign up for our alerts. Thank you for your support and have a blessed day. Thank you.